Welcome to the 40 Failures Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Hoover. On this episode, we're trying to get a hold on reality. So let's get started. Okay, y'all, I'm just going to jump back into this podcast like it hasn't been almost a year since I recorded something and we are going to get back into for the failures. So we all know that disappointing feeling that comes with failing or not reaching a goal. Um, But did you know that there's actually something that happens on the psychological level and on the neurological level to your brain when you fail something? So one of those things that happens is that it distorts your reality. So there was this research done and what they did was they had people kick an American football through a goalpost on a field that was unmarked. So no lines, no measurements, nothing. They gave them a football and they said, kick this ball through the goalpost. Well, those that didn't make the field gold, when they came back and asked them, well, how far do you think that was? Or how high do you think the goalpost was? In almost every instance, those who missed the field goal thought the goalpost was farther away and higher than it actually was. Now, I don't know what kind of skill set these people had, and I don't know the exact guidelines given to them by the scientists, but I think that I can conclude or make the assumption that they had enough knowledge to be a part of this study. Like the fact that they got out there and even attempted to make a field goal lets me know that they probably knew how to kick a football. And probably had some knowledge of height and field goal yardage and things like that. And before making their actual attempt, probably even thought that they had a good chance of making the field goal. So if I make the assumption that everybody had the skills and the knowledge that they needed to be able to, number one, kick the field goal, number two, to be able to accurately predict distance and height, why is it that those who failed at making the field goal thought that it was much farther than it was. And it's ironic that I would be recording this episode just a few days after we saw the Dallas Cowboys kicker miss five point after attempts. And it's not like he didn't have the ability. He has the skills. This is what he does for a living. But after he missed the first one, he came back and missed the second one. And I bet there's some kind of doubt running through his head. So now he misses the third one. Gosh, I missed one, two, three. Now he misses the fourth one. Comes back again. He misses the fifth one. And it was just the strangest thing I'd ever seen. Now, luckily for him, the game didn't come down to those missed uh, PATs. But if it had, could you just imagine the weight that he would have been carrying? Now, he was still carrying a lot of it because, I mean, five point after attempts missed is something. But... I was so glad to see that he could come back from it and uh, finish the game out strong and even go into the next game and do what they needed him to do. In that moment, what happens to you where even though you have an ability, a task that you know you are capable of accomplishing now somehow seems impossible? And that made me think, well, we do the same thing in life. Why is it that when we attempt a goal, and we fail, we feel like that goal is now so much further out of reach and so much more unattainable. Why does the goal seem so far away? The reality is 
the goal didn't change. Our thoughts and perceptions about the goal changed. If you listen to episode one or you know anything about me, you know that I truly found Christ as I was experiencing failure. So I cannot talk about failure unless I talk about Christ. And what I love is that his word has already given us everything that we need. And he shows us that these are not unique problems to us in this day, in this time. But these issues that we're dealing with, people have been dealing with since the beginning of time, literally. And he has already given us his word to help us get through. Let's venture back for a second to the children of Israel when they were supposed to go spy out the land of Canaan. This story starts in Numbers chapter 13. God is talking to Moses and he says, Send out for yourself men so that they may spy out the land of Canaan, which I am going to give to the sons of Israel. You shall send a man from each of their father's tribes, everyone a leader among them. You did hear me read the part where God had already told them that he was going to give them the land, right? Well, they go into the land and they see that it's flowing with milk and honey. And they even grab some grapes and carry them back on poles and bring them back to the people. But they also notice that the people of the land are big and they're strong. And so they become afraid. So when they come back and they give the report of what they saw in the land, they were like, hey, land looks good. It's got the milk and honey, like you said. Look at these grapes. But I don't think, you know, we should try to go take it over because they're so big and so strong. And one person, Caleb, he's like, I think we do it. Let's go for it. The reality is God had already promised them this land. But because of what they saw when they went into the land, now the perception was distorted. In the last verse of the chapter, it even says, we became like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Now, who told them that they were grasshoppers? First of all, why did they have to refer to themselves as grasshoppers? They could have easily said, there are men in the land who are much bigger than we are. But instead of just saying, yes, there are strong men, there are big men over there, the Lord really gonna have to work it out this time, they come back and they're like, they're huge. And they're so huge that we're small like grasshoppers. So not only do they exaggerate how large the inhabitants of this land are, but they also minimize and dehumanize themselves. Reading through that story in the Bible, it seems so far-fetched that these people who have the God of the universe on their side would even consider themselves as such. But that's what our mind does to us. And that's how we get pulled away from our true mission. When our perception of ourselves is not the same perception that God has for us, if we don't see ourselves the way that God sees us, then we sometimes can have this skewed view of who we are and what we're capable of. There's no putting up a fight if you're a grasshopper. And that's basically what these people had done. They're like, we can't even put up a fight. So how does your perception of yourself present itself when you're dealing with failure? Are you a defenseless grasshopper who can just be crushed under the foot of whoever or whatever you're battling? Or do you realize that even giants fall? Don't miss the part where they talk about how they brought the grapes back on poles. So again, reality versus perception. The reality is this was a land that was fruitful. Their perception was none of that mattered because based on their experience, 
now taking possession of that land seems so much more unattainable. When you're in unfamiliar territory and you're exploring something new, it is so important for you to recognize the small victories. Because there were two spies, Caleb and Joshua, who were like, look, there was milk and there was honey. And if God wants us to have this land, then he will give it to us. Those two acknowledged the good that was there. Yes, there was going to be some challenges, but they saw the good that was there. And when we are going after our goals, we have to have that mindset that even though this is challenging, I see a victory in this situation and I am going to keep pressing forward towards my goal. Now, we all know the children of Israel were not perfect, but they had been following God. They've been listening to God. He had been delivering manna from heaven. They were believing his promises. But after they got that first look at the land, they were like, mm, I don't know, might have to go back to the drawing board on this one. Like, I think our calculations might have been off just by a little bit. This is just like our friends in the football study. Now, all of a sudden, the goal seems farther away and it seems much more unattainable. Where the children of Israel failed is they forgot God keeps his promises. Their path into the promised land would have been a lot smoother if their perception hadn't been off. Think back and reflect on some goals you've set out to accomplish. Are they really as unattainable as you've led yourself to believe? Is the goalpost really that far away? Of course, there's going to be some failures along the way. But don't let your perception interfere with your reality. So here's my encouragement to you. Don't let a misfilled goal, a rejection letter, a failed business, or even a year hiatus from your podcast change your perception about your goal. Yes, there are some giants in the land and you may have some hard battles, but just remember, God keeps his promises. And failure is not apart from success, but a part of success. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at For the Failures Podcast for updates and future episodes. And if you have your own story of failure that you'd like to tell, email us at ForTheFailuresPodcast at gmail.com.